This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Heidi Mike or Hannah Tukawingawa and you're listening to That's the Ticket. Uh, now, there's a saying, there ain't no such thing as a free lunch, but whoever said that obviously hasn't been to Kirikirirua. <laughs> yes, that joke was a stretch, but there is a point, I promise. Long-time local creative and uh, founder. Well, I may not, I may be incorrect on this. No, not quite the founder. Not quite the founder. But one of the first... One of the founding performers. Yeah. yeah. One of the founding performers of Free Lunch Street Theatre Company, Sandra Jensen's here. Kia ora, Sandra. Kia ora, Hannah. Um, how are you, mate? <laughs> okay. I keep wanting to say, hmm, Free Lunch, yeah, it's not my fault. <laughs> it's not my bad. <laughs> but, yeah. See, that's the thing, though. I, I feel like you do need to take some credit because, um, you know, you're so synonymous. I don't know if that's the correct word, but, like, you... Free lunch is iconic, and you're so like synonymous with the iconicness Ooh. of it. Well, I just assumed you founded it. No, no, um, that was one of that was Mark Servian. and it's his fault. Okay, um, you know, shot Mark. I know. <laughs> it's like how many things can we blame that man for? And kiri kiri roa. Um, so as per usual, it's something he started, um, and I was one of the. I was I was there at the start, so I was a sort of s- small posse of. Um, Hamiltonian street theatre practitioners um, because basically the McGillicuddy Serious Party wound up its sort of political wing but the street theatre orienti- orientation still continued. So it was like, ah, oh, let's... Let's let, just keep on let's keeping keep on. keep doing this weird and wonderful stuff that we sort of, that people seem to like us for. Yeah. Okay, that's, you know, that's not my usual um, origin story that I've heard here on That's the Ticket, but I'm not mad at it. Yeah, yeah. Cause it's very organic. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, the, some of the, 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 the performers at the time had, we'd all been involved in the McGillicuddy Serious mm. Party. Um, you know, me going back to 93, obviously Mark and Graham Cairns going back further than that, but basically that was the, the main group of us was just, we were still wanting to continue to do things. And um, we, a few of us learned how to stilt walk as well for some theatrical productions. And people were like, ah, how do we go about hiring you? And we're like, we get paid for this? <laughs> it's like, you want us? What? And so, yeah, it was like we set it up all proper-like. Most, no, nah, I was going to say mostly. <laughs> mostly. Well, no, you are all proper-like. We though. are. It's, it's, it's a business. But it was, the, the point of it was to provide work for the performers so for the artists themselves rather than actually making any single entity vast amounts of money because mm. clearly it doesn't because it's my side hustle it's your side hustle yeah very long running side hustle very long running side hustle <laughs> almost got to the point of being a non side hustle but then it's gone back to being yeah, a very dedicated side hustle. Yeah, I was going to say pretty dedicated because, yeah. I mean, I see you guys around everywhere. Yeah, I'd, I'd like, like to think we could be around longer than Tupperware. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you, your chance is here because Tupperware's pacing out, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm not sad about that, to be honest. I'm a little bit sad. Oh. 
No, uh, no, it's <laughs> just for the memes, not actually. I have never been to a Tupperware party. I have never purchased Tupperware. I have. It I just have. finds me. I have a lovely jug yeah. that my mum gifted to me. It's hideous, but it's like, it's a family I, I can actually ex- admit I've been to a Tupperware party. How was it? <laughs> As you'd expect. You couldn't contain your anxiety. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> too early in the show for that. <laughs> Joint groan. Okay, back on to um, non-Tupperware related mm. topics. Um, so, I mean, we've we've touched on free lunch a bit. I do want to rewind a bit yep. to, to the you of it all. Um, I like to ask guests this, um, especially people like you, where everyone kind of knows who you are, but don't really know the full story. And... Um, if you're up to giving a kind of uh, brief but detailed creative history Ooh. of you, I'd love to hear, <laughs> hear it. Oh, no, 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 but where did it all begin? Where did it all begin? I mean, you know, uh, fairly stock standard upbringing, arty at school, school sucked, left school at 16, started working for Corso, secondhand shop at the time, interested in secondhand books, still am. And again, we'll, we'll go back to that. It was just coming up to um, election time, and I fell in with the McGillicuddy Serious Party. So there's this bunch of weird and strange people, um, and just became involved in doing street theatre. So, you know, stunts in Garden Place, we ended up being aliens um, in Garden Place when we were protesting the redevelopment of Garden Place at the time because it was as much like the Meteor Theatre is, is like a perfect black box theatre. Mm. At that point in the sort of late 80s, early 90s, Garden Place was perfect for doing outdoor street theatre and stunts. It was amazing. And so we protested as aliens. We walked a UFO down Victoria Street and then a bunch of us came out. We were aliens, we were painted green with really bad paper mache alien heads and we had a mock battle with a bunch of sort of stereotypical Hamiltonians. Okay. I mean, clearly it made not an iota of difference because the councils continued to <laughs> redevelop Garden Place to, to what it is now. But it was, it was such a buzzing hive of activity back then. I'm, I'm having a little bit of a 90s regression in the, at the moment, so... I mean, aren't we all? Yeah. Oh, yeah. At least on a fashion front. But... Um, I will say, I hear where you're coming from, re- redevelopment. Yeah. But that hasn't stopped you at all. No. With free lunch, because you guys have been street theatering in all iterations of Garden Place and Hamilton. Uh, and across New Zealand and yeah. overseas, just a little bit. How far overseas? Uh, just... Oh, actually, I, I went to Melbourne... I did Melbourne Food and Wine Festival because I went to visit some friends mm. and was just happened to be going to visit some friends and went, oh, hey, Melbourne Food and Wine Festival, would you like a stilt walker? And they went, okay. So it kind of helped subsidise my trip. Um, I think, I'm trying to remember, we had some, because basically uh, this woman, Jules Novena Sorrell, came up from Dunedin and this is before free lunch and she taught a bunch of us to stilt walk for a, a, a show at the Meteor Theatre mm. and so that's that's how we sort of learned to do this beautiful and she did very um, engaging stilt orientated street theatre you know very um, ethereal characters and um, I know and so also she hurt one of her friends Emily Buttle who has Empress Stilt Dance who are um, based in Australia now uh, again stilt walking orientated but amazing costumes 
and so I th- don't think it was quite free lunch maybe just before but she Emily toured a lot overseas doing sort of Singapore, Hong Kong, New York mm. years, um, going to Amsterdam and places like that. So some of us kind of have, so yeah. by default, but as a free lunch thing, yeah, I did Melbourne Food and Wine Festival. But we've we've been, we, we cover quite a lot of, of New Zealand. Yeah, I feel like you guys do cover a lot of ground because I just, there's very few people who, when you guys come up... Mm are like what's free lunch because everyone's just like kind of knows who you guys are and I think before we went on air you uh, mentioned to me that free lunch is kind of like Hamilton's best kept secret <laughs> actually I said dirty little secret I know I, I was I feel, censoring it for radio I but know. thank you I just I, that's how I feel sometimes I guess because um, Hamilton's theatre scene is, is, is great it's huge it's vast there's so much happening but I often feel like we're we're, we're sort of the dirty little secrets. We're sort of tacked on as an added extra, as a bonus. Yeah. Rather than, which is weird because we do kind of take the piss a bit. And we are kind of, you know, with that way. But we also, it's like, we're, we're serious about what we're doing. Yeah. Like, this is a serious gig. Um, you know, you turn up on time. You do the gig. Yeah. You don't annoy anyone. You don't do anything bad. You, you know, play by the rules. Even if we are, you know, taking the piss a little bit. No, but I feel like you, you guys do a, a like an appropriate level for the gig. Oh, you know, I would say yes. Um, one of the most recent times I saw you guys, uh, woman uh, ICC Women's Cricket World Cup. Yep. Um, start of this year over at Seddon Park. That was bizarre, bizarrely fun. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was like, when I saw you guys there, I was like my people <laughs> yeah and we ended up doing that at eden park as well oh so it was just yeah so yeah. um yeah it was sort of doubly weird it's like i'm dressed in cricket whites um <laughs> i'm having fun and that's funnily enough that was one of the characters i took to melbourne food and wine oh, okay. festival so having to get this giant cricket bat through my customs. stilts and the, the pads through customs and it actually looked like i was wheeling a a, a body because it was once it was all packaged up yeah and then as you're getting it through the customs and and through the 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 x-ray machine and and the dude at the other end's going oh that's a giant cricket bat and you kind of feel like he just sort of went hey that's okay yeah because it's cricket yeah (laughs) (laughs) i mean you you don't what do you say you know if someone rocks up with a large cricket bat i really Mm. am vibing how we're giving this some solid like airtime when no one can see <laughs> like it's radio, but like it's like just yeah. If you're wheeling a coffin through customs, <laughs> yeah, in your carry on, yeah. <laughs> but no, I I enjoyed you guys at the cricket. I thought you did a good job. Yeah. Um, like well, I don't know. It's just it's really nice when kind of like sports and major event sports and the mm. arts kind of. Uh, overlap. It yeah. brings me joy as someone who enjoys both sports and arts. One of our, our first, our actual first free lunch paid gigs, hilariously, was with the America's Cup at the Viaduct. Oh, and no way. Yeah, yeah. It was like, <laughs> it was like throwing a bunch of weirdos into into a black tie function. It's like, we don't know how to act. We haven't done this. But, but they, they got us back. It was, it was an ongoing thing over the period of the America's Cup. They were hiring a lot of entertainers. So we actually met a lot of people who are still doing stuff mm-hmm. now. Um, but, yeah, the sporting thing, 
hilariously, as much, a lot of us aren't that sporting orientated. I'm a runner. Yeah. I don't get to perform at... Actually, no, I lie. I have performed at a running event. Around the bridges? Huntley Half Marathon. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wouldn't have guessed that. But that was a while you. ago. But, um, yeah, we, we... And we had... Then we ended up... So, again, here I am going, sort of factoring things on the age of my children. Rugby World Cup. So, what was that, 11 years ago, when it was really, really huge. Mm. And we had they a lot of places doing fan trails. Oh, and, yes, yeah, yeah. Um, we got a big contract with Auckland City Council, along with a lot of other performers, to do all the, the matches up at Eden Park. And that was amazing. But it was good because they didn't want sport-orientated no. characters. It was just, you know vaguely resonating with whatever teams were. So, you know, if it's the Irish, then sort of green characters. Mm. If it's this team, then kind of this coloured characters. But we... And and we were performing with other um, street theatre and entertainment companies. So it wasn't just us. But that was kind of cool. And we're kind of like, we're actually enjoying this, but it's rugby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, 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 it's Cause, a weird... Because the vibe. arts and sport don't... They're, yeah. not, they're not synonymous. They don't kind of gel together. No, but I feel like as I've been getting, you know, in my old age, I've been getting <laughs> um, into sport a lot more. And, uh, you know, I'm like, oh, there is an element of performance. Yeah. And especially from, like, kind of the, the back end, like the backstage side. I don't. It's not called backstage for sports, mm. but, like, the organising the event. It is, you know, yeah. entertainment. I and think, it's still yeah. that kind of similar production. I, th- I think if I thought about it really hard, I'd, I'd probably be quite disturbed by the amount of sports events we have actually worked at. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. I mean, yeah, the cricket meet and greet, which is what we do a lot of, yeah. as people are arriving, um, we learned early on with to tell people what does work and what doesn't. So mm. having us inside Seddon Park does not work because once people get inside the venue it's cricket yeah 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 they don't want to watch a stilt walker walking past or anything but they're happy to play with a stilt walker interact or get photos as they're getting inside the venue so we've got to the point now where I'm actually happy to tell a client you don't want this yeah this is what you want this is what's going to work which I imagine from a client perspective is quite good because they're like, we want something. Yeah. We just don't know where to put it or how we're going to have it. And then so having someone like you who's, you know, been um, on that free lunch grind for yeah. a hot minute or several, yeah. um, you know, yeah. providing guidance is probably very, very helpful. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to put my crew into a position that I wouldn't do myself. And no. I've done some weird stuff. <laughs> um, but so I, I guess I, yeah, I know. And, and because we're all artists as well you know we've got our weird quirks and our Mm. weird phobias and stuff like that um covid probably hasn't helped that at all but yeah being able to know what the environment's going to be like and be able to tell the client this is going to be the best um outcome for you you know best bang Mm. for your buck because you're going to get the performers at their best yeah you know having us doing a six hour still walking gig is not a good idea. It, it's it's a terrible idea. We get tired and we just we we start to fade. Yeah, yeah. And with fading comes falling, which is something we do not want. No, we don't want falling. <laughs> um, I've got some um, still walking related questions. Yeah. But I might um, play a track just because um, Sandra's been an absolute G unit. Yeah, I'm bringing that term back. <laughs> Um, and bought some uh, music to the show, which I always encourage people to do because it makes my job easier. It means I don't have to think of songs mm. to play. And um, to like quote Sandra's email to me ahead of the show, she's like, anything from Heavy Ball or Groove Armada? And I'm like, anything? <laughs> 
And so I, I played it safe and I just picked um, Heavy Ball's like top rated track on yeah. Spotify. It's Black Eye Friday. Yes. Yeah. So would would this count as a theme song for you? Oh, possibly. Okay. I haven't had a black eye for a few years, to be okay. fair. What are you up to on Friday? <laughs> <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Black Eye Friday uh, by Heavy Ball. Uh, first time I've ever listened to Heavy Ball. They're good, eh? <laughs> They're not too shabby. Yeah. I'm not mad at it. Yeah. Um, if you if you like them, look up the Kubricks. The Kubricks? The Kubricks. Okay. Yeah, that sort of scar, British um, scar vibe. And the okay. Kubricks are, it's just good, f- it's fun. Yeah, it, it is it uplifting. Is. Yeah. Which I enjoy. Yeah. Um, 
I generally try to keep yeah. it uplifting on they, the show. Yeah, these guys did a, um, a cover of a um, Bronski Beat song as well. Ooh. So, you know, it's like cool band covering a cool band from the 80s. Equals cool Yeah, and it's just like, yeah. No, I can get behind because I, I, I love 80s music. Yeah. It's, nah, it's too much sometimes. <laughs> 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 no. And, and people are just, nah, the amount of times people call me like an old soul or whatever and I'm like... Yes. Okay, just let me jam out to this. You don't have yeah. to put a label on it. But no, uh, you're listening to uh, Free FM 89.0 Independent Community Media. Uh, that's the ticket with Hannah Mooney, a.k.a. me. And uh, Sandra from Freelance is here, just providing uh, the good bands and the good beats. Um, <laughs> <laughs> whoop, whoop. Yes, uh, thank you for your uh, pity laugh to that joke. <laughs> uh, no, before um, we broke for that um, song, we were talking about stilt walking. And I have some questions. Ask away. You've probably been asked these several times. Mm. Do you get a lot of... Do people ask you questions about it when you say that you can still walk? No. No? No, not really. Okay, now I feel pressure. Yeah. Now I want to take them back. No, I'm kidding. No, but... So, I'm not going to ask, is it hard? (laughs) But I am going to ask, like, how long does it take to get good, if that makes sense? Like, is it something you can learn in like a couple like over a weekend and then be able to practice on your own or yep yeah 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 we did i learned in a two-day workshop okay and by the end of the first day everyone was pretty much up on stilts walking around unaided Mm. um and so yeah i mean again it's like anything it's it's a bit like riding a bike or learning to roller skate um some people are going to pick it up quicker Mm. than others um and a very small percentage of people just can't really yeah Okay, yeah. that makes me want to try it. We, we've done some <laughs> kids stilt walking workshops. We used to do them a lot. And, and every now and then you'd just get that one kid. Okay. Or even that one adult and they just can't do it. They just can't. I mean, is it just like, is it like a weird balance thing? I think it is. It's like, if to be honest, if you can't ride a bike... Then you can't You probably stilt. can't stilt walk. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. And in terms of the height of the stilt, mm-hmm. is there a standardised height? about one meter from okay. your foot to the ground okay anything taller we've gone up to 1.5 it's stupid like, I'm like that, that's that, scary the height is dumb <laughs> there's, there's really no reason for it other than just sheer bravado um it, it serves no purpose um and it's scary sort of a, a meter high it, it looks impressive um but also when we learn to stilt walk we learn to fall yeah so you learn how to fall and a meter's not that Bar. 1.5's getting up there and it's just like, that's scary. You just don't have the confidence. Yeah, and also, like, how tall do you need to be? Because, yeah. you know, if you're already an extra metre tall, yeah. you're, you're tall enough, you're already in that anomaly zone. Yeah, yeah, know? I mean, on, on my stilts, I can, I can walk into buildings, I can walk through standard doors, I can True, bend down yeah. far enough to get into elevators, which is hilarious. <laughs> I never, I never get tired of that. <laughs> Can you not just take them off and then put, or is the idea that you arrive and you're already... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I okay. mean, if, yeah, come on. It's, the elevator opens, there's a stilt walker in, 
their full glory stepping out of the elevator. I mean, I would love that. Yeah, yeah. Every day I would yeah. like to have that happen to me. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, so one meter just seems to be practical. It gives you everything, it gives you that height, it gives you that spectacle. Mm. But it's also, it's physically, you can do a lot of things on it. You can get in and out of places with relative ease. Um, stairs are still always a problem because they just are. Um, yeah, because I was like, in my mind, I'm like, just hold on to the handrail, but that's going to be too low. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you yeah. Need, so you need kind of, to make it easier, you need things at, 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 at still at your height, but at your stilt walker height. Yeah. So, you know, when we're finding something to, people always go, oh, how, how do you get on them? Yeah. It's like, well, we find something tall, tall enough, enough. To, to sit on. And depending on the, the level of ability of the stilt walker, some can sit on shorter things because mm. they can get up easier, whereas other people, they need to have a really a good height to sit on so they can just then just... Take off. Take off, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. again, yeah, it's, it's, it's your level of ability as to how, I guess, fluid your movements can be. And so, you know... Because you guys are street theatre performers, mm. off, I imagine you've come into scenarios where you find something tall enough to so you can get on, mm. but then it's a fair distance away, and so you've just got to walk to where you need to go? Yeah. Is that as, like, have you crossed it, like, traffic lights on stilts? Yes. And, like, pushed the button and had to wait? Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Most cars will stop for you. Yeah, yeah. I imagine they would. They'd just be like... It, it's amazing how invisible you can be on stilts. I find that very hard to it believe, is, but please go on. No, it is. It's like, I am, I am what, 10 foot tall. I am dressed as a monarch butterfly. I yeah. have wings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People don't see me. Maybe it's just because you're not at eye level. So, I guess... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. because uh, so, yeah, I think my awareness of everyone else is is heightened. Yeah, like I can, I guess to a point, predict what that person over there is going to do because mm. you can see that they're not focused, they're not engaged. It's like this person's going to walk into me, so I'm going to take a step back. Yeah, and then they walk past, so they don't notice you, and you're like, yeah. they have not seen me. And it's not till they get down the road and their mate goes, "Oi, did you see that?" Yeah, and they turn around and go, "Oh." Oh, and it's like, oh my gosh, and you're sober. I mean, I feel like surely you'd see you a mile away. No. Pun intended. No, no, <laughs> I know, but you know. it is. They, they will. Okay. And, but then, you, then you, can, you can play with that occasionally, depending yeah. on the character. Because if you're a stilt walking tree, oh, yes. then yes, you can hide. Yeah, do you, have you done a stilt walking scare? Lots. Okay. My um, sister, Kilda Missy, she's a big fan of like jump scares. Yeah. And I feel like this is up her street. <laughs> you know, being a tree, someone walking past and being like, Wah! Yeah. No, it is. You get, again, it's finding the right moments. Yeah. It's like, again, when we do human monuments, which are perfect for scaring people, but you want to find the right time. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's, that, it's that timing, it's that comic timing. But yeah, being a still walking tree is just, it's absolutely hilarious. <laughs> And and people don't see you, and you don't want them to see you yeah. until the right moment. Yeah. Okay. Well, guys, do a double take at every tree you walk yeah. past. Um, and now you brought up a beautiful segue for me just before, which is human monuments. Yeah. Because you've you've had a um, is it a new one out out and about recently? Yeah. Or maybe yeah. it's new to me. It's it's well okay. So so I mean obviously COVID put put the the brakes on a lot of stuff mm. and and the arts. 
hugely were affected because obviously what we do relies on people being able to see it even though with street theatre not necessarily being a sit down and watch thing it's not scripted we don't need an audience but if there's still planning involved. if there's no people around to walk yeah. past then you're basically playing with yourself <laughs> Right, keep, keep going, yeah, yeah. mate. So, um, so I guess, yeah, it, we were just sort of starting to get back on track. Um, I know last Christmas didn't exist for us. We just, it was the weirdest time. We'd, I had performers suggesting that they were just going to put on their Christmas costumes and walk around because it felt so weird yeah. not doing a Christmas parade, not smile and waving and mm. all that sort of stuff. But um, then I decided I was going to start doing some personal projects because I, I did the Elevate course through Creative Waikato, which was interesting because, A, I didn't think I'd get accepted because I thought I was too old and established. Um, but they took me on. Um, one of the things, because I thought, I'm not emerging artist. I actually hate the word emerging. It, it bothers me somewhat. I don't know why, but it's just, yeah. And so, so I did that. Know. And it was really interesting because as as established arts practitioner, and I kind of got to the point where I sort of, again, regressed back to the 90s and went, actually, hey, I am an artist. Because mm. I'd always just been, I'm Sandra who runs Free Lunch Street Theatre Co- Company, I do this. And it's like, actually, what's my thing? What do I like doing? Um, and so I, I actually really like doing human monuments. Mm. Because for me, as a runner, as a mum, as an active person, possibly undiagnosed ADHD or something, God knows what, but I'm just, I'm, I don't sit still very well. So for me to be as human monument and sit or stand as still as possible for hours on end, I find very meditative. Okay. Yeah. So I decided, okay, so I applied to um, Kotahitanga um, last year um, with a performance piece as a statue and got accepted. And it's like, oh, this is cool. <laughs> I'm getting paid. <laughs> and then and then that, I was like, actually, I really like doing the human monuments. It's mm. really my cup of tea. And so I decided, oh, well, nothing's happening. I'm going to create a, 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 an, an art project. I applied for funding and I called it Standing Room Only. And it was about doing some statues in the CBD in public places or in businesses and just promoting it, but just sort of promoting what I'm doing, but also helping out, I guess, the businesses by going, hey, I'm, these guys have let me do this here. And it's no charge to them. It's just a personal thing. And so I've done a couple now. And then, of course, we got busy. Like, the year's gone from no to, to woe. Yeah, yeah. And now I'm trying to fit that in with my muggle job, my side hustle, freelance is just going crazy, my running, all the running events are coming back on, so it's just like I'm trying to fit everything in. But, yeah, I did a couple of statues, one at Kopi Cafe and one at Browsers just recently, and I've got, a f- I've got plans for more. I've got businesses who are keen to have it on board. And so it's kind of a... Yeah, doing like either a character that gels with the business mm. or is possibly a, a, a stereotype or something. But yeah, rather than just going, you know, a, a multi-dimensional still walking beast, it's like <laughs> it's actually something kind of a bit bland. Yeah, it's pretty human for you, yeah. I would say. Yeah, it is. Refreshingly so. Yeah. No. <laughs> but again, it's people, you know, like when I did the one in Kopi Cafe, which was a, a woman at a computer mm. and I remember seeing at the corner of my eye Rachel from Browsers walking past the window and doing that sort of the double, double take, take yeah, yeah. several times and then going oh, oh and, and my husband sitting behind me listening to people go oh no that's not a real person her posture's too good or, or people just actually sitting right next to me Did oblivious. people touch you? No but I have oh. been punched before but not recently 
an old lady punched me at the Celtic Fair. Because <laughs> apparently that's what you do, you punch statues. I got punched at Sky City too. <laughs> oh, mate. Yeah. I'm sorry for laughing, but the phrase, an old lady punched me at the Celtic Fair. Yeah. Oh, she did a good one too. It's like, I don't know why. Oh. I mean, do you often want to go and punch Dame Hilda Ross and go and place? No, you don't. No. Nah. Because it's like, you don't do that. But for some reason, yeah, and it's that whole sort of like... I mean, it's probably good you weren't a statue because she would have got quite hurt. But then on the flip side, you potentially yeah, got hurt. Yeah, but it's like, why would you punch a statue? Because people go, oh, I didn't know you were a real person. It's like... Nah, it's a cheeky test. Yeah, yeah. Did you flinch? No. Did you stay stock still? Yes. The dude who sprayed me with silly string, though, I did chase him. Okay, fair yeah. call. Fair dues. Yeah. Fair dues. This makes me think I'm like... If I see Sandra as a statue out and about, do I mess with you or do I let it be? Give it a go. Give it a go? Go on. Okay. I feel like I can get away with stuff because we've had this corridor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, you know, try me. Did you get people taking selfies and stuff when they realised? Um, no. Okay. No. People tend to be, because I guess because I'm in, it's actually relatively confined space with this yeah, yeah. particular project. Outside at a bigger festival, yes, people will get selfies because yeah. they think it's a laugh. But in, in this project, it's a little bit more intimate mm. um, and a little bit more... Like, I'm trying to actually look like I fit there yeah, rather than standing out. Yeah. Okay, you're going to have to give me a, a sneaky heads up when the mm. next one happens because yeah. I saw photos of the last one, but I feel like I need to experience it in yeah. person. Yeah, so I've got a few options. Yeah, it's yeah. just, again, it's time and coming up with the character and then going, boom, okay, cool, that one's ready. So, yeah, yeah so the, I've got a few businesses in line who have okay. agreed. If you're in the CBD... Keep your eye, uh, we've already said, just general PSAs. Yeah. Um, give every tree you see a double glance <laughs> and just every statue, yeah. give it a punch. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Do not, do not punch statues. Be that nice to Riff Raff. He yeah, doesn't yeah. deserve that. No. Maybe just have a dance with him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, jinkies. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to break for another song. No, because I've got a very important segment that I fit into the show. Ooh. Yes, uh, this is probably new to you um, and to anyone else who this is new to. Um, I'm about to branch into Rick's pick. So I have an Uncle Rick. Yeah. And he's a big listener of music, massive listener of radio, great taste. Um, would be absolutely incredible on a quiz team for oh. the music categories. Um, and when he found out that I was starting my radio show, he's like, cool, I'm going to give you a list and every week we can play Rick's pick. Cool. And every week we have. And... Um, I try to go on theme. This one, it's very loose. It's barely on theme. <laughs> um, it is a song called Hit Me With Your Rhythm Stick. Ooh. And I picked it purely just because it's a bit like left field. And that's kind of where free lunch is. Yep. <laughs> Does that count as a link? Yeah, it's it's close enough. I mean, it's, it's a bit loose, but yeah, yeah, we'll run with it. We'll run with it. Um, so cheers, Uncle Rick. Here's your pick, mate. Deserts of Sudan and the gardens of Japan, from Milan to Yucatan. Every woman's, every man. 
Gitter da, ich liebe dich. Hit me, hit me, hit me. Hit me with your rhythm stick. Hit me slowly, hit me quick. Hit me, hit me. fade out of this week's Rick's pick um, bit of a bop Uncle Rick uh, pretty groovy that was Hit Me With Your Rhythm Stick by uh, Ian Jury and the Blockheads first first and no I was going to say first and last time I, I'll listen to that song definitely won't be the last time I feel like that song is a party trick that's a good one yeah yeah. Sandra knew the pick Uncle Rick just want to point that out which um, sometimes doesn't happen uh, but you know Always happy uh, to be playing some old-school groovy tunes. And uh, back onto the Sandra of it all. Um, if you're just joining us, Sandra from Free Lunch is here. Did you like that? The Sandra of it the all. The Sandra of it all. <laughs> I, I feel people are going to start using that phrase on the streets now. I feel like I'm just going to use it every yeah. week on the show now. Oh, the Sandra of it all. <laughs> um, I feel like we've covered a lot of ground. 
Um, you know, we've we've had the origins of free lunch. Mm. Um, we've talked about your projects that you've got on at the moment. Mm. And I know with your monument stuff, you've mentioned that you've got, um, you know, a few in the works stuff coming up. Is there any other kind of uh, creative projects that you either have on the go or have coming up that you want to talk about? Or can talk about, because sometimes people can't talk about stuff. Actually, yeah, some I can't talk about. There's always something on the go. I mean... For, luckily for free lunch, we are, I mean, it would appear, knock on wood, that, um, where's the wood in here? Um, <laughs> it's radio, guys. No, okay. Um, knock on th- theoretical wood. Um, that things seem to be happening as normal mm. at the moment. Like, we're getting into the silly season. We're getting the Christmas bookings coming in. Yeah. We're starting to get, um, yeah, some, actually, what's... Oh, no, can I? No. Well, let's just say that 20 years ago, I still walked at the opening of Sky City in Hamilton. Okay. That's 20 years ago this year. Okay. So, and I know that they are okay. having a party. So, that that's enough of a hint. Um, I feel really old. I loved that. Yeah. That was so mystical yeah. and mysterious. Yeah. Go on. Um, but yeah, no, what else is coming up? Just, you know, standard Christmas stuff leading into summer. Um, next year's looking crazy busy already. Already. Um, and again, I've just started reaching out more to more, <laughs> more creatives <laughs> um, to try and just, I guess, collab on some things. Not mm. for money. It's like this is not a money thing. Getting more back into the art and, and that 90s throwback to when we were doing stuff before free lunch existed because we were doing it for either a cause, it was it was protest street theatre, or because we just wanted to do something. We had this idea, um, like with Mark Servian's Glute Max, which was basically a great big slime ball um, of yeah, people writhing underneath a muslin bag of slime. Um, okay, as you do. I can't remember whether there was actually a point to what we were doing. <laughs> it was on a, on a hot sunny day, it's great. Yeah. When the weather's a bit crap, it's not so cool. But um, And we actually, we took that a few, we did it outside the museum. We ended up doing it in Wellington. Okay, um, slime on tour. Yeah, yeah. So I guess, yeah, just sort of, yeah, at the moment trying to, you know, as well as keeping free lunch running because we need the money gigs, but also just trying to think of new and interesting or even just that regression going, hey, this was really cool that we did 20 years ago. Let's see if we can do it again or mm. let's let's rehash that for now for, for a different, slightly different generation. Or maybe it was so gross and weird back then, we're just going to keep doing it now because <laughs> people are still going to go, oh, this is weird and gross. Um, take people out of their comfort zone a little bit because I guess, yeah, some of what I like to do isn't necessarily comfortable. Nah, but then I also feel just because it's not, um, you know, you're not comfy Mm. at this kind of artistic experience doesn't mean it's not a vibe. Yeah. So we've, yeah, I've had a few meetings with people, had a few chats and and stuff's looking pretty good at the moment. So yeah, we've got lots of projects on board and even not just locally, but um, across New Zealand and there's options, which is really cool. So I'm just trying to weigh up what, what I'm doing next and whether it's going to fit in. That's and the age-old question, eh? Pretty Can much, I fit yeah. This yeah. In? yeah. Um, February is just looking... I don't even know exactly what's happening in February. I know that it's busy. Okay. But exactly what's going to happen, I'm not entirely sure because I'm scared. <laughs> 
Yes. I love that. Brutal honesty. Yeah. I'm afraid. <laughs> I am afraid. It's like people go, how do you do all this without having a breakdown? I'm like, you think I'm not. <laughs> oh, you're like, there's still time. No. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a subtle breakdown. I'm just going to have a little one right now. <laughs> okay. Happy to share that. Um, but no, if you, like me, are keen to keep an eye on free lunch and, uh, you know, the Sandra of it all, um, <laughs> I highly recommend There's giving... There's a T-shirt in that. Okay. Yeah. Let's do it. Pretty much. Um, go and give their Facebook page a cheeky like. Yeah. Are you guys on the gram? Are you we, on the Instagram? We are on Instagram. We've got an old-fashioned website. Oh, yeah. Um, but I think the Facebook page is probably... Because I update that, yeah. you know, with, with all the handy hints and the where we've been and what we're doing and look at this. I guess it, it's kept updated more often, like yeah. almost, almost daily, but generally weekly with what we're what we're planning on doing so yeah the 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 gram i i got on that mainly to annoy my children love that for you <laughs> it's like oh my god mum's on instagram and now i've got several instagram pages yeah it starts as a joke now it is yeah. a stressful so there's situation. my personal one and yeah. then there's my free lunch one and then there's standing room only which is the statue yeah. of the human monument thing and then um then there's also the go eco shop page as well um, which is my, my, my muggle job. I feel like you've got room for another um, gram. Probably, yeah, yeah. I'm sure I could fit There's in still another time. several. Tall yeah. Tales, Diaries of a Still Walker. Yeah. Oh, the Sandra of it all. That's so the good. The Sandra of it all. That's so good. You can keep that. It's almost like a, it's almost like a bad thing, but not quite. <laughs> Don't ruin it. No, <laughs> I'm kidding. But um, thanks so much for joining me today. It's, I've had an absolute blast. That's all good. I don't know about you, but like, I feel like I could go on for hours. I think this has ran quite smoothly. Like, Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. let's critique the show while it's still yeah, happening. Yeah, I think it went well. <laughs> How do you think it went? Um, well, I've had a few focus groups. Yeah. No. <laughs> what can we do better next time? No, I think it's <laughs> been good. Um, I'm going to... I think what will make it better is some um, solid outro music for you. Oh. Do you vibe that? Yes. It's another... Um, band of your choosing. Mm. I'm gonna do some Groove Armada. Yay! Uh, the song is "Don't Give Up." Mm. Have you heard it? Very apt. Yeah. Very apt. Yeah. Okay. I tell myself that every day. <laughs> Yo, perfect outro music. But um, yeah, Matua Sandra. Thanking you anytime. <laughs>
was Don't Give Up by uh, Groove Armada, uh, brought to the show by today's special guest, Sandra Jensen. Um, just want to stress again, massive thanks to Sandra for joining me for a yarn today. It was great. Um, it's not every day I get to uh, talk about the highs and lows of stilt walking. Yes, pun very much intended there, guys. Um, I know, I know. Just get on to upcoming events. And so I will, because we're nearing uh, the end of uh, this week's episode of That's the Ticket. And it wouldn't be That's the Ticket without, uh, A, a Rick's pick, and B, talking about some of the cool creative um, happenings coming up around the place. So in uh, no particular order. This week is your last chance to catch Hamilton Playbox's Geezers, which is running at Rivoli Theatre until the 3rd of September, so this Saturday is final night. And tickets are available now on iTicket. And um, it's $20 uh, all ages. I will say, as someone who uh, was lucky enough to catch the show, it's a mood, it's a vibe, and I'm very proud of... uh, friend of the show and friend of me, Mike Williams, for uh, and his actors and crew and everyone involved for uh, putting on such a lovely piece of theatre. I thoroughly uh, enjoyed the show and it very much lived up to the expectations that I gained from having uh, Clive and Julia, two of the cast, on That's the Ticket a couple of episodes ago. Um, over at The Meteor... Bold Theatre's production of That Bloody Woman recently opened to rave reviews and is running at The Meteor until the 3rd of September. Tickets are available now at themeteor.co.nz and there are only 20 seats left for the whole season. There are 20 seats left for the matinee this Saturday, so you'll want to be quick if you haven't booked yours yet. And uh, Hamilton Operatic Society, their downtown musicals Disney Dreams will be running at Navarra Lounge on September 6th at 7.30pm. Check out the Hamop Facebook page for more info and tickets, which I believe are available now. And uh, on the topic of Navarra Lounge, uh, the Wintex School of Media Arts have just announced that they'll be presenting an evening out featuring the songs of Sondheim and Schwartz on the 20th of September at Navarra. Entry is free, but registration is required through Eventbrite. So again... Um, Get on to that one because I know spots will fill up quick if you're keen to go. And last but not least, friend of the show, Raise Up Youth, are hosting a youth ball on Saturday the 3rd of August at the YMCA from 7pm. All youth aged 13 to 18 are welcome and tickets are available now via iTicket. Just search Raise Up Manor. And now to end the show, I'm going to... end in true Hannah Pun fashion and play a track that I've only got a couple days left to play and that is August by Taylor Swift Uh, thanks for joining me this week and I'll catch you guys next Tuesday see you later salt air and the rust on your door I never needed anything or whispers of are you sure never have I ever before but I can see us lost in the memory August slipped away into a moment in time cause it was never mine and I can see us twisted in bed sheets August slipped away like a bottle of wine Sun, wishing I could write my name on it. Will you call 
Episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.